students today we are going to deal with human health and disease in this part 1 we'll start from the introduction till immunity and in part 2 we'll start from immunity till the end of this chapter so let's go health for a long time was considered as a state of body and mind where there was balance of certain humors this is what early greeks like hippocrates as well as indian ayurveda system of medicine asserted it was thought that persons with black bile belonged to hot personality and would have fevers this idea was arrived at by pure reflective thought the discovery of blood circulation by william harvey using experimental method and the demonstration of normal body temperature in persons with black bile using thermometer disapproved the good humor hypothesis of health in later years biology stated that mind influences through neural system and endocrine system our immune system and that our immune system maintains our health hence mind and mental state can affect our health of course health is affected by genetic disorders deficiency with which a child is born and deficiencies defect with child inherits from parents from birth second infections and third lifestyle including food and water we take rest and exercise we give to our bodies habits that we have or lack etc the term health is very frequently used by everybody how do we define it health does not simply mean absence of disease or physical fitness it could be defined as a state of complete physical mental and social well-being when people are healthy they are more efficient at work this increases productivity and brings economic prosperity health also increases longevity of people and reduces infant and maternal mortality balanced diet personal hygiene and regular exercise are important to maintain good health yoga has been practiced since time immemorial to achieve physical and mental health awareness about disease and their effect on different bodily functions vaccination immunization against infectious diseases proper disposal of waste control of vectors and maintenance of hygiene in food and water resources are necessary for achieving good health when the functioning of one or more organs or systems of the body is adversely affected characterized by the appearance of various signs and symptoms we can say that we are not healthy that is we have a disease disease can be broadly grouped into infectious and non-infectious diseases diseases which are easily transmitted from one person to another are called infectious diseases infectious diseases are very common and every one of us suffers from this at some time or other
some of the infectious diseases like aids are fatal among non infectious diseases cancer is the major cause of death drug and alcohol abuse also affect our health adversely common diseases in human a wide range of organisms belonging to bacteria virus fungi protozoans helminths etc could cause diseases in man such disease causing organisms are called pathogens most parasites are therefore pathogens as they cause harm to the host by living in or on them the pathogens can enter our body by various means multiply and interfere with the normal vital activities resulting in morphological and functional damage pathogens have to adapt to life within the environment of the host for example the pathogens that enter the gut must know the way of surviving in the stomach at low ph and resisting the various digestive enzymes a few representative members from different groups of pathogenic organisms are discussed here along with the disease caused by them preventive and control measures against these diseases in general are also briefly described salmonella typhi is a pathogenic bacterium which causes typhoid in human beings these pathogens generally enter the small intestine through food and water contaminated with them and migrate to the other organs through blood sustained high fever that is to 39 degree to 40 degree celsius weakness stomach pain constipation headache and loss of appetite are some of the common symptoms of this disease intestinal perforation and death may occur in severe cases typhoid fever could be confirmed by vidal test a classic case in medicine that of mary malion nicknamed as typhoid mary is worth mentioning here she was a cook by profession and was a typhoid carrier who continued to spread typhoid for several years through the food she prepared bacteria like streptococcus pneumoniae and haemophilus influenza are responsible for the disease pneumonia in human which infects the alveoli the air filled sacs of the lungs as a result of infection the alveoli get filled with fluid leaking to se- severe problems in respiration the symptoms of pneumonia include fever chills cough and headache in severe cases the lips and fingernails may turn gray to bluish in color a healthy person acquires the infection by inhaling the droplets aerosols released by the infected person or by sharing glasses and utensils with an infected person dysentery plague diphtheria etc are some of the other bacterial diseases in man many viruses also cause diseases in human beings rhinovirus represent one such group of viruses which cause one of the most infectious human ailments the common cold 
they infect the nose and the respiratory passage but not the lungs the common cold is characterized by nasal congestion and discharge sore throat hoarseness cough headache tiredness etc which usually lasts for 3 to 7 days droplets resulting from the cough or sneeze of an infected person are either inhaled directly or transmitted through the contaminated objects such as pens books cups door ropes computer keyboard or mouse etc are the cause of infection in healthy person some of the human diseases are caused by protozoans too you might have heard about malaria a disease man has been fighting since many years plasmodium a tiny protozoan is responsible for this disease different species of plasmodium like plasmodium vivax plasmodium malaria and plasmodium falciparum are responsible for different types of malaria of these malignant malaria are caused by plasmodium falciparum is the most serious one and can even be fatal let us take a glance at the life cycle of plasmodium it enters at the human body as sporozoids the infectious form through the bite of the infected female anopheles mosquito the parasites initially multiply within the liver cells and then attack the rbcs resulting in their rupture the rupture of the rbcs is associated with the release of a toxic substance called hemozoin which is responsible for the chill and high fever recurring every 3 4 days when a female anopheles mosquito bites an infected person the parasites enter the mosquito baby and undergo further development the parasites multiply within them to form sporozoids that are stored in their salivary glands when this mosquito bite a human the sporozoids are introduced into the human's body thereby initiating the events mentioned above it is interesting to note that the malarial parasite requires two hosts human and mosquitoes this is needed to complete its life cycle the female anopheles mosquito is a vector transmitting agent too ant amoeba histolytica is a protozoan parasite in large intestine of human which cause amoeboiosis or amoeboic dysentery symptoms of this disease include constipation constipation abdominal pain and cramps stools and with excess mucus and other and blood clots house flies act as mechanical carriers and serve to transmit the parasite from fecus of the infected person to the food particles thereby contaminating them drinking water and food contaminated by the fecal matter are the main source of infection Ascaris the common ground worm and Wuchereria the filarial worm are some of the helminths which are known to be pathogenic but to man 
Ascaris, an intestinal parasite, causes ascarises. Symptoms of this disease include internal bleeding, muscular pain, fever, anemia, and blockage of the intestinal passage. The eggs of the parasite are excreted along with the fecus of the infected person, which contaminates the water body. A healthy person acquires this infection through contaminated water, vegetables, fruits, and other things. Vucheria bancrofti and Vucheria malleale, the filarial worms, cause a slowly developing chronic inflammation above the organs in which they live for many years, usually the lymphatic system of the lower limbs, and the disease is called elephantalysis or filariasis. The genital organs are also affected, resulting in gross deformities. The pathogens are transmitted to a healthy person through the bite by the female mosquito vectors. Many fungi belonging to the genera Microsporum, Trichophyton and Epidermophyton are responsible for ringworms which is one of the common infectious disease in man. Appearance of dry scaly lesions on various parts of the body such as the skin, nails and scalp are the main symptoms of this disease. These lesions are accompanied by intense itching. Heat and moisture help this fungus to grow as those in the groin and between the toes. Ringworms are generally acquired from soil or by using towels, clothes or even the comb of infected individuals. Maintenance of personal and public hygiene is very important for prevention and control of many infectious diseases. Measures for personal hygiene include keeping the body clean, consumption of clean drinking water, food, vegetables, fruits, etc. Public health includes proper disposal of waste and excreta. Periodic cleaning and disinfection of the water reservoirs, pools, crest pools and tanks and observing standard practice of hygiene in public catering. These measures are particularly essential where the infectious agents are transmitted through food and water such as typhoid, amoebosis and ascariasis. In case of airborne disease, such a pneumonia and common cold in addition to the above measures close contact with the infected person or their belongingness should be avoided for diseases such as malaria and filariasis there are transmitted through insect vectors the most important measure is to control or eliminate the vectors and their breeding places this can be achieved by avoiding stagnation of water in and around residential areas, regular cleaning of the household coolers, use of malarial nets, introducing fishes like gambusia in ponds that feed on mosquito larvae, spreading of insecticides in ditches, drains, areas and swamps, etc. 
In addition, doors and windows should be provided with wire mesh to prevent the entry of mosquitoes. Such precautions have become more important, especially in the light of recent widespread incidence of the vector-borne diseases like dengue and chikungunya in many parts of India. The advancements made in biological science have armed us to effectively deal with many infectious diseases. The use of vaccine and immunization programs have enabled us to completely eradicate a deadly disease like smallpox. A large number of other infectious diseases like polio, diphtheria, pneumonia and tetanus have been controlled to a large extent by the use of vaccines. Biotechnology is at the verge of making available newer and safer vaccines. Discovery of antibiotics and various other drugs has also enabled us to be effectively treat these infectious diseases.